0: So my next interview is with Carlos Francisco Manitad and we talk about his new movie, Weather the Weather is Fine. My guess is he's probably on to his next project, uh, but this was a film that premiered uh, at the Locarno uh, Film Festival, but also played uh, Canadian premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival in 2021. I'm hoping you're going to get a chance to see it soon. I've been holding on to this, hoping that it was going to be on video on demand somewhere out there in the world. My guess is it will be soon. You're going to want to catch this film. It's a fascinating interview that Carlo and I have, uh, but this is a movie like I haven't uh, seen before. Carlo, I hope you don't mind, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe it simply as a very surreal uh, disaster um, film. Uh, about nine years ago, 2013, uh, one of the strongest typhoons ever to hit the Philippines uh, made landfall, uh, category five, Many many people were killed and thousands missing, many injured, billions of dollars lost, and you know property lost and agricultural damage and and so on. And you can ima- imagine uh, the mental and the physical um, uh, upset and discord, the anguish that that a storm like this can cause. This is a film about how people react and how people respond in. The the moment. This was a film um, about about loss. This is a film about uh, our existential and uh, spiritual place in the world. This isn't a a documentary, and yet it kind of feels like it could have been. It's a really stylish, cinematic, interesting piece. The music is compelling, and it will draw you in. Uh, There are moments of of humor that, in some respects, seem out of place, but are so rooted in in uh, the every and every day, the average. In the everyday, this is about a film about religion and about how it can make you and or uh, break you. This is a a real meditation on tragedy and loss. And I really, uh, well, I know you're going to enjoy the interview with Carlo and I, but I really uh, trust you're going to step into the film uh, when uh, you get a chance. So stay tuned uh, for uh, my conversation coming coming up uh, in just uh well less less than a minute and don't forget davidpecklive.com for more information about my writing and my speaking and and also all of my podcasts are there face-to-facelive.ca under the same umbrella uh you can find access there go back through some of the old ones listen to them uh, maybe listen to them again share them with friends and family sign up for our newsletter but most importantly wherever you listen to podcasts please do sign up uh, for the RSS feed. And, and if you get a chance, leave us a review. We would so appreciate a review on iTunes or uh, Spotify or wherever it is you're listening to podcasts. And if you're watching/slash listening on YouTube, a thumbs up and a subscription to the channel would really help too. But uh, don't touch that dial. Uh, stay tuned. Coming up, uh, a wonderful uh, conversation with uh, Carlos Francisco Omanitad talking about uh, his new movie, Weather the Weather is Fine. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We are joined by a very uh, special guest here with us today, uh, Carlos Francisco Manitad, here to talk about his new film, Whether the Weather is Fine. Carlos, thank you for joining me here today on Face to Face. Real pleasure to have you on the show. No, thank you, David,
1: for um, asking me to to join you on the show. Very, um, very nice, very nice. I mean,
0: lots of things to talk about,
1: but so really excited for the conversation. So
0: many things to talk about. I, I appreciate <laughs> you joining the conversation. Uh, just so you know, uh, I love the film. Uh, love the film and con- and congratulations! So uh, it's it's interesting, it's unique, it's it's so stylish. It's uh, what a what way to take a disaster film and and, and turn it on its head. So just right out, I just wanted to say congratulations and, and thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, means a lot hearing from people who watch it. So thank you very much. Tell 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 me how your experience at the festival has been. You're in Toronto currently. I guess maybe you're heading back home soon. Uh, tell me about how the audiences have have received it, and 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 how have the Q and A's been going? I would imagine you've had at least one Q and A, one live showing. Yeah, uh,
1: actually, I, I arrived um, eleven. Um, I had a very grueling flight. Um, I really wanted to come mainly because maybe this won't be repeated again, and it's my first feature, so I really wanted to push to come. Um, I had my first in-person screening, the first and only in-person screening, like on the fourteenth. um It was quite sold out with a social distancing protocol. but like it's it's nice, like when the film ended, actually people almost everyone stayed, and uh, we had a very nice q and a and more th- or you know, more importantly, what I really was happy about during the q and a was there were actually people from my hometown that's wow. based in Toronto that actually watched the film so it was a fear even before of how they would actually see it and they're actually survivors of the storm so wow. hearing from them that they were moved they liked the film they had things to say about this film this and that um i mean it all goes to show that like i, I in a way at least i did i did the right thing at least uh, i mean i'm not saying it's a good good film it's a good, <laughs> you're right film, you're allowed to really say that, that Carla yeah more than anything it's 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 more like the people that actually experience it and hearing yeah. those um
0: really well it's like, got to feel it's got to feel pretty pretty affirming and pretty good to know that people uh, from your hometown as well uh, are receiving a story like this in a in a yeah. in a heartfelt and an authentic way you know it, there's a real authenticity to this carlo to the film for me you know you you you've You've got so many different sort of stylish uh, stylistic sort of decisions that you've make, and that's definitely one of the questions I wanted to ask you about. But can you talk a little bit maybe about the film? And I know you don't want to give any spoilers away, but the performances are so uh, real and rooted and yet i feel like we're sort of watching a bit of a fantasy unfold to some degree can you can you can you talk about that and and how real this of an experience was for you as well because this is your hometown that was hit by this typhoon and uh not not that long ago yeah um
1: i mean more than anything it's not just because i was born and raised from there like the aftermath of the typhoon i actually i actually experienced it um during the time I was I was I was based in Manila since I'm, I I mainly work as an editor um, before delving into films so a lot of my family were based in my hometown and and um, when when the typhoon hit um, it was basically I could still remember in my head it was like everything of a whirlwind I didn't know what to do nothing nothing no contact with them so you know, like the film was actually based on my journey, trying to actually find them. And like, you know, I actually programmed myself like they were already dead, mainly because like Mm. what you see in the news, when you see in the media, like everyone's dead, but thankfully they were alive. So um, a lot of these experiences and a lot of people's experiences who were actually survivors of the storm are like the composition of what the film is right now.
0: Yeah. I, I think I read somewhere recently, Carlo, that you 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 the film is coming from a place of uh, of, of personal loss. Mm-hmm. Is there a degree to which the 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 story is truly autobiographical from your perspective? I mean, I mean, I guess what I mean, what right most films are, I would imagine most stories are. Uh, but I'd love to hear more about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, not autobiographical in essence, but like a lot of elements and maybe characterizations came from very close people that I was with um, and even up until now like um, Norma the name Norma is basically the real name of my mom Um, other things were like um, like personal experience and even me I'm actually I'm actually part of these characterizations and the characters just like you know like spread out in a little bit not like putting in too much. But yeah, um, a lot of it was really, really based on real things. That's why people would seem to think that mainly the film has this absurdist element into it. But you know, like a lot of it, a lot of, a lot of the absurd stuff that you've seen in the film actually happened. And mainly because like maybe people with um, people who've seen the film or people who watch the film don't see absurd things in films that talks about tragedy. Mm. So it feels a bit different, but, but in a way I feel much connected and I feel more importantly, it's very sincere because it really happened. I mean, I, I don't have to like explain that it actually happened, but more than anything, the things that you see, like maybe like 70% of those are based on things that I actually witnessed.
0: Is there a reason why you chose not to tell this story uh, through a documentary and that you know you wanted to 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 do a narrative piece Is, was that yeah. a conscious choice?
1: That's that's a good question actually because like when when the storm happened um I was on the verge of like trying to think of something that actually a way I was already developing my first feature film but it wasn't with the storm Um, I had, uh, I had a screenplay in mind, um, seven years ago, I felt, and me and my co-writer felt it was complete, but at the same time, it was not complete So you know, like we were like debating what was missing, but we couldn't really pinpoint which one. And then the storm happened. And then I realized, you know what, the, the thing that actually, um, in a way that lacks in the screenplay that we were developing was me. And I think that's very important, like in in, in films, like regardless of things that you present or like, even it doesn't really amount to like you being in the film, more importantly, it's it's, it's how personal it is, like it could have been an emotion, it could have been an event or I don't know, maybe it could have been a thing that's really present in the film. But I, I felt the the missing link was was me in the film. So what not better way to say to 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 like share my story and to share my experience and to share what I witnessed and these emotions than to make the film. Um that's also a good thing that you mentioned because there was a time that I was actually thinking um, aside from doing the feature with the storm, was to actually make a documentary about it. But then I don't know. I I I I I I was too engrossed in 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 developing the feature that I really did not push through with the documentary. But it was in mind actually. Yeah, for 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 something that really happened like this big, this amount of tragedy. It could have been a nice look in a more realistic essence of of of, of the world that has been destructed. But but yeah,
0: I I I chose to go the path of of the narrative. Yeah. It, well, I mean. Listen, documentary film or, you know, there's a, it seems to me there's a small group of people. It's growing, of course, all the time. The audiences for documentaries yeah, yeah. are growing. I think a better way to get to people is, my my two cents is th- through story, through fiction, through through narrative, through, mm-hmm. Carlo, through parable. Um, is yeah. is this a parable? Is this a parable? Is this an existentialist, spiritual, can I use the word fable even? I mean, here we are talking about. It's actually, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um that's a
1: good thing to point out it's actually I felt like the whole film is is a fable um it's a fable of 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 things that were happening and a lot of things actually are based on on fables where it talks about humans it talks about religion it talks about existence and it's it talks about you know fables are a journey that encompasses stories of the humans the animals and any living things it 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 it, it moves forward to to a journey with, with it creates something very vast in terms of interpretation but 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 yes i mean you know like um my one of one of the things that i really wanted to point out in the film like it it, it i hearkened it in a way to noah's ark sure.
0: you know, like yeah
1: yeah in, in a way the exodus of everyone really trying to leave because um, a storm, like a tragedy, would actually um, suffice to say happen. So as you see all these characters, not even just the three main characters, journeying throughout on how or or where to survive, Um, I I had this feeling that I wanted a play on Noah's Ark, and not just with the people or the humans, but also um, very apparent in the film are you see splashes of like um, animals all over the place yeah
0: yeah yeah no that's good there's so listen carlo there's so many places i i want to go with this but i do want to talk a little <laughs> bit about that that catholic or religious or spiritual narrative that almost you know that faith-based narrative in the story and and we don't have to give away too much i don't think but it's recurring for sure and it's a consistent thread throughout is this something that uh you hmm, that you were as a filmmaker kind of pushing back against and yet honoring in a respectful way does that question make sense even um Um, I, I, i felt like some of the moments where. Where we, we we were brought upon people that were lighting candles or 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 praying the 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 funeral sequence etc. There was almost a tongue in cheek like element there that you were questioning this thing called providence. You know. Uh, uh, anyway, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that.
1: You know what? Like, it's not even like a statement towards like religion or some sort. It's like it's more like even up until now, every time I watch the film, um, there will always be questions of how of how religion plays in 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 such situations like this. Just um in a way, a background there. Philippines is um very, how to say, a very dominant country um in terms of like the Catholicism. Sure. So um me, I was born and raised Catholic. Um I, I do believe in a higher being I, I'm not practicing, not because I don't believe, but it's just the of circumstances. But um, the film actually questions how religions plays a big part in people's lives, especially when they when they experience these these, these kinds of things, like this, you know, kind of, uh, this kind of tragedy, this kind of loss. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, like for me, religion it, it's something that really keeps you, but to a certain degree, it also breaks. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's like how religion is, is pushed to, to this extreme, extreme limits when in a way belief and how to say like order do not exist. And like to show how a place like this entrenched with religion, but people are not so moralistic in essence. So there's always a question how religion really plays it because like, it's always like our religion, you have to be this you you're you, there's there, there are certain I would not like to say but like protocols like how religion plays a big part, but it's also it always questions how the power of religion could actually affect you or does it even affect you? Or does religion play something that makes you feel how to say, in constant feeling of safety, but does it even make do, you feel safe? You does, know, it like actually, does it actually does it actually do the opposite potentially? Yeah, it's like yeah. it's it makes you feel it makes you feel something that you you know, when people don't have anything to to cling on to, it's always religion. But does it give back in times like the these like you know, these questions of like praying and does it answer back? Like you know, like there's a scene in the film oh, where the, they like were like were like praying and then they were like um fighting over candles or like praying really hard. Who who's more who's more louder in prayer? Maybe they could be heard by the Lord more. You you, you get what I'm was saying? That, but was the, that
0: the th- was that the three o'clock prayer? Is that that the, sequence? No,
1: no, it was in in the scene where um outside when they're on the beach. When,
0: they're on the beach. Yeah, yeah. by the beach. Yeah. 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 Carla, the, the scene, the three o'clock prayer scene, uh, I saw that my just my background, philosophical background, you know, the problem of evil, right? This is this is I mean, for me, that that moment in your film could easily be taken and used as an essay on or a, a, a thought experiment to get you into a conversation about the problem of evil, because here you've got this tragedy that's just occurred, the, the the loss and the destruction in the background and all these people on the beach or sorry, all these people, you know, praying, what what was the line, have mercy on us and the whole world. And yeah. that, that irony, that paradox of, even though in the light of this tragedy, we're going to continue to pray. Right? I saw that almost as if you were not, not necessarily questioning providence, but I really did, uh, yeah. It's anyway. It's a beautiful moment. So it's 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 worth the price of admission, as far as I'm concerned, uh, for, for the so, film. You know,
1: like like a, just a, a trivia actually. Um, that specific clip of the three o'clock prayer is actually so because the Philippines is a dominant um, Catholic country. It plays on the television every three o'clock. Every three. And wow. That, okay. That, that, every, that day. Specific, every day. Every day. Every day, That's, got it. It, it. it evolves in a way where the graphics becomes better, you know. Sure. <laughs> but it, it it's part of our daily life. No, you know? it's like, you know I've
0: spent I've spent some time, a lot of time actually over the years in Southeast Asia, and I've been to the Philippines. I spent some time in in Manila, and I remember the jeepneys. And the the imagery on the side of them, you know, these Jesus, large, like yeah, Mama Marys, yeah, mom, yeah, exactly. And then on the other side, a worldwide wrestling federation champion or something, you know, just just really really interesting, colorful, and 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 quite ironic. Did you ever think so? For me, there's a line in the film that comes up quite a bit: "Another storm mm-hmm. is coming." Yeah. Did you ever have a sense that that possibly could have been the logline or the tag for the poster on the film? Because for me, it's it just struck me as, um, isn't this what we're all on the edge of to some degree? Not that literal personal tragedy and loss, but mm-hmm. aren't we all kind of just in one way or another waiting for the next storm? Um, that's a good question to ask, but also mainly
1: I didn't really... Thought about it in a marketing perspective. The <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Forget about Seriously. the marketing.
0: Like, what about what about the existential perspective?
1: Well, that, that that is true. That is true. Like I haven't really thought about it, but re- but now that you're saying it, it could have been a much more stronger approach in terms of like how you present the this this contemplative part of like thinking about if there's another storm and a storm could not be a real storm. It could be a different storm from, from, from
0: whoever is experiencing a storm, you know? Well, I, I just saw, I just saw Andrea, uh, her character as somebody who is really pushing back against that, against the status quo, against family, against religion, you know, and by the way, beautiful performances out of, of everyone in the film. I uh, just remarkable. So uh, yeah, she she's she's terrific. did Did you did you have to direct them a lot, or did they just kind of step into their characters in a pretty, it is, pretty This
1: is this is very interesting to to share because like more than aside of course from the directing in terms of like what would happen in a certain scene, more important to note is that um, the the dialogue that they were using is not a dialogue that ha- is always being used in Philippine cinema in general it's a specific dialect in my region so in a way it was really hard to like cast somebody who just does not need to like um learn the character but also learn a different dialect um also a trivia daniel miguel the the character of miguel he's actually from 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 my hometown so there's this um strange connection with with how he is as an actor but also with what had happened in of the event of the the typhoon so I'm really proud to say that these characters they did not just portray the in the film quite well but they have a very full understanding of of the intention of the film Um, yeah I'm I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm really happy of how how it turned out so most especially, of course I mean like Charo santos is a legend danielle is is the actor but like with rance you know this is her first major film like she doesn't have this much experience she's not even what i she doesn't speak the dialect but more importantly she did a perfect job with all these change in moods and like emotions and like you know she has this like apparent goal of really like moving forward like i'm, I'm giving up whoever i just need to i just need to move forward with my life very, so
0: very strong character it, yeah. knew what she wanted very yeah, it's sort like, of, you know like how, how how she sees the place yes be could
1: be entranced in such like moralistic and like systems of beliefs and
0: superstition that to the point she doesn't really care
1: it's like I'm there's a,
0: there's almost you know sorry for going philosophical on you carlo but there's yeah. almost a postmodern edge to her in a way. That's kind of, you know, I've heard, you know, you use the word absurd for this film, but I guess surreal is another word that, that maybe some might might bring up with some of the scenes up, and sequences but but um she strikes me as that character who's just pushing back on on so many levels i love i love there's so many moments that i love by the way but 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 the one moment when miguel pulls out the umbrella and she says oh yeah great so useful in a storm yeah it's just oh this is great to tell you know like
1: that when i was writing that it was just i mean if you ask me i will not have a a very nice philosophical answer with it. Because like when I wrote it, it was more of like a joke for me. Sure, like sure. Uh, an umbrella, something like sure. this. But but um, like a good thing to say was like during my screening in Toronto, um, there were actually audiences that came from my hometown who actually experienced the storm. And they went up to me and they said, you know that the certain scene, um, the umbrella scene where he brought the umbrella and blah blah la la. It actually happened to me. And he, he, she said, like, I actually brought umbrella and like, uh, a blanket. And then the husband was like, what the fuck? Why are you bringing that word? It's not going to save us. So, you know, like, you know, you, you know, this is like, I didn't have that much intention. It was more for the, to add more like texture in terms of the humor, but it actually happened. It's really well,
0: quite. It, what, what's so What's so great to hear about that, especially when you read a review that talks about the surreal nature of the film or the absurd nature that you've injected these real moments of mm-hmm. life, that in the middle of a a, a typhoon, somebody's going to say, "Hey, maybe we should bring a blanket with us." You know, maybe maybe yeah. we should bring an umbrella with us because these these are it's a human reaction, right? It's a, it's a natural reaction and how we would. Do you know what? Also, this is a nice thing to to talk about because, like, in in a situation when you're
1: put in a situation like this. You don't know what's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, you know what, Carlo? That's so good. It's so true. We, it's how you 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 talked about morality a little bit earlier. You don't know how you're going to respond. You don't yeah. know how you're going to. Are you going to steal from someone? Are you going to cross certain lines? That's great. And
1: you you only react to things that you think this should be the reaction to it, but you you really don't know like sometimes what you feel is the opposite of it or what you don't feel is actually what would happen so it's it's a very how to say it's a very clear cut thing to go to but also it's a blur with everything like what the film is actually in general you know it's 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 grounded on reality but you have the surreal part but does the surreal part, is it even surreal
0: in, in situations like this, you know? Yeah, no, no, for sure. I mean, being, being caught up in the moment, you know, just on a really practical level, um, is, is, is the, as a result of this storm, is the Philippines better prepared? um, um how, yes. and I guess a bigger question is how can you ever really be prepared for this type of a, a storm, natural event?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, um, that's a nice thing to say because, like, of course, in general, wherever, you will not really be prepared. But I think, like, after that one, there have been talks with, like, you know, like, talks about disaster preparedness and whatsoever. But never really, never really happened up until it's, another thing happens, then they will do something about it. But but seriously, nothing. It's it's, it's Carlo, we got to say that's why also I wanted to talk about, you know, like how how authorities who are in positions don't know what to do, you know, like certain scenes. At no seriously, it was in. Yeah, yeah. In the film. well,
0: you've got that beautiful sequence with the soldier. I think it's the soldier yeah. or the politician who comes to the microphone. It's uh, it's fabulous. Yeah. I love it. And then and then the young boy uh, with with the with the megaphone comes. I think to the microphone and speaks clarity and yeah. here's that's <laughs> a great
1: did you notice the i was just kidding with my editor but did you notice the subtitles
0: <laughs> did i notice what the subtitles of the yes this of course yes <laughs> the, the scrambled subtitles yeah no it's it's great clearly clearly you were having a little bit of fun there with with uh with some maybe some local politicians in mind is that a possibility
1: yeah,
0: a lot I, I can. i can i can <laughs> I can let's tell not, you hey, all of them hey carlo let's not name any names i don't think i don't no think no, no i right. won't i'm mean, just <laughs> <laughs> hey when w- what's next uh international distribution is the film going to screen in the philippines anytime soon what how, how do you think it's going to be received there's three questions uh, there for you yeah yeah i mean like right now so far it's, it's going through in, in festivals um
1: it's, it's actually doing yeah it's actually doing well um for distribution in the philippines um there's this plan to actually release it um, this year, um, mainly because we have this like um, Christmas festival in the Philippines that only plays local films and they assure you with like a number of theaters. Um, but mostly I'm worried about because cinemas hasn't opened. Mm. Our cases are really, really high. So maybe it would be online and that's the case where I'm really not comfortable about. So we have to really think about it internationally. Um, there are talks with, um, countries for distribution, but I cannot say up until it's finalized, but yeah, I mean, it's going well so far.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm thrilled for you. And, and I, I, you know, what? as, as corny as this sounds, I, I think every story that I step into, um, prepares me for that, uh, that next storm seriously you know as as you know another storm is coming i truly believe that i've i've spent years studying you know french and german existentialism and just this idea of you know that melancholic kind of edge if you know what i mean it's it's yeah. it's always kind of there yeah. there's a tension and and stepping into other people's worlds and other people's stories in meaningful transparent authentic ways is a beautiful thing and and uh, you've allowed us to do that uh, with this film and and again congratulations welcome to toronto and uh, when are you going home? I haven't booked my ticket. Maybe I'll stay here illegally.
1: No, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't booked my ticket because um, I, I want to reconnect with a few friends. So
0: Good for yeah, you. I mean, uh, good really for good. you, Carlo. Thank, thanks for uh, the, the time today on, on Face to Face. We've been talking with Carlo Francisco Manitad, talking about his uh, uh, beautiful and unique, uh, very stylish post disaster film. How's that, Carlo? Uh, weather, the weather is fine. Thanks for joining us today, Carlo. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much, David. Appreciate it. So there you have it, Carlo Francisco Manitad talking about his new film, Whether the Weather is Fine, here on Face to Face. It was a real pleasure to have Carlos on the on the show uh, chatting a little bit more about this fascinating and, and brilliant uh, new surreal uh, disaster film, and it, it really doesn't do it uh, justice, as I hope you now would agree based on the conversation that uh, Carlos and I have uh, just finished having. Look for it coming soon to a Theatre New You or possibly a video on demand, Whether the Weather is Thanks, Carlos, for joining us today on Face to Face. And don't forget, DavidPeckLive.com face to face to find out more information about my writing and my speaking. You can buy a copy of Real Changes Incremental. You can also leave us uh, a review. Uh, please uh, leave us a review, actually, on iTunes. We would so appreciate it. This kind of stuff really does help as we move forward, and we've got to go wider and deeper with the podcast. Wherever you listen to you know, podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, wherever it is, please sign up uh, for it, subscribe to it. And if you're on YouTube watching and or listening a quick thumbs up and or a subscription to the YouTube channel would uh, be really, really welcome. So thanks again for listening. My name is David Peck and you've been here listening to a conversation with Carlos Francisco Manata talking about his new movie, Whether the Weather is Fine. Thanks for joining us.